Tell me a story before I go to bed. Hello, I'm Julie Pryke. I'm a mum with three grown-up sons and four grandkids. I'm also a storyteller and a children's author. Welcome to my podcast, Telltales to Kids, where I aim to help you develop your skills in telling your own stories, as well as ones from books, so making them up and sharing them with your children. Each time I try and give you new and easy tips to storytelling. And at the end of the podcast, usually, I'll also tell an example story for your children to listen to with you or for you to tell them yourself later. But this time, I'm going to tell you a story poem. So let's get going with a small example, a limerick to put you in the mood. An elephant whose name was Big Bill strode up to the top of the hill. He tripped on a tree rolled downhill with glee and squashed a young pair, Jack and Jill. Oh no! What a story, whatever next! Well, we'll talk about limericks a bit later, but for now, let me tell you more generally about the one method of storytelling to children which I particularly enjoy, story poems. Now some of you will shy away immediately at the idea of writing a poem, But have you read The Gruffalo or any other enchanting stories by Julia Donaldson? These are written in rhyming couplets, and that's all I'm talking about, really. Two or three lines which tell a story, have a rhyme in them, and are fun to read. But one of the beauties of writing in little couplets or short rhymes is that children will learn them very quickly and will be able to recite them with you, or even prompt you after they've heard them a couple of times and understand the story. There are lots of other examples you will probably already know without even realising it. Nursery rhymes are a good example. Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet, eating her curds and whey. There came a big spider which sat down beside her and frightened Miss Muffet away. Or think of young children singing, Old MacDonald had a farm, and the repetition and fun noises in there. Or in the owl and the pussycat, who went to sea in a beautiful pea-green boat. They take money and honey with them, sail to the land where the bong trees grow, then get married after a pig sells them the ring from the end of his nose. All nonsense, all such fun and all in rhyme, and easy to remember. Limericks. Now you've heard one. Have you thought of telling limericks like the one we heard before to your children? Limericks are nonsense verses with five lines, but those lines follow a special rhythm pattern and really need to be read out loud for full enjoyment. There are plenty of books with them in, And once you understand the rhythm, you should enjoy making them up for yourself. Children may not fully understand at first, so that's why reading aloud is important. Then they hear and learn the pattern and begin to think of it themselves. It just needs practice, really. Here's an example I wrote when I first started. There was a young teddy named Bill. Another Bill, I hadn't noticed that. I'll start again. There was a young teddy named Bill, 
whose voice was exceedingly shrill. He stood on a chair, yelled up in the air, and made Mummy say, What a thrill! Here's how it works. There was a young teddy named Bill. Da-dum, da-da-dum, da-da-dum. That's three dums. Whose voice was exceedingly shrill. Da-dum, da-da-dum, da-da-dum. Again, three dums. He stood on a chair. Da-dum, da-da-dum, two dums. Yelled up in the air. Da-dum, da-da-dum, two dums. And made Mummy say, what a thrill. Da-dum, da-da-dum, da-da-dum. That's three dums again. So I hope that makes sense. Now, let's go back to how you get started. Well, this is what story poems mean to me. Stories in little blocks of lines which very often seem to rhyme. Did you hear what I did there? I made up a little rhyme or poem just as a reminder for you and for me. Say it to yourself two or three times and you should know it off by heart. And that's all you need to remember. But if you're lucky, you may also feel the rhythm of the two lines. If you do, you're well on your way. Stories in little blocks of lines which very often seem to rhyme. To make the rhyme, poems split up into part words or syllables in some longer words so that the pattern in the first line is two, one, two, one, one, one. And in the second line, it's one, one, two, one, one, one. That's in my example. If you listen again to the way I said it, which is a bit slow, I know. I said, stories in little blocks of lines which very often seem to rhyme. So a very similar pattern, uh, but not quite the same. It does need a little thinking about just while you get started, but once you've got the hang of it, you'll find little rhymes appearing in your head and demanding to be written down. I started like that, and in fact, I now write much longer poems also. And don't forget, whilst there is a long tradition of rhyming in poems, your verses don't always need to rhyme. And maybe you won't tell a story poem, but the story you do tell will be short lines connected by ideas and easy to remember. If you can't think of a rhyme, then write a list of rhymes and near rhymes which might fit. And or consider swapping the order of the words, but keeping the same meaning to give yourself a wider sense of rhythm. That's the hef heaviest section over with, I promise you. And I won't ever do something like that to you again. But you do get a reward, the first of the bonus poems I promised you, and it's called What's in the Box. What's in the box? said Lenny the Fox. Something for me? asked Marty the Flea. No such luck, said Poppy the Duck. It's something to eat, said Mary the Sheep. Will it make me fat, wondered Pussy the Cat. It's my favourite figs, shouted Peter the Pig. It's not but a hole, 
grumbled Monty the Mole. Oh, no, with a wail, said Sammy the Snail. But it's my coat, bleated Sally the Goat. It's for me, of course, claimed Huey the Horse. I'll open it now, Moodjourney the Cow. Whirr, 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 whoosh. It's Jack in the Box, laughed Lenny the Fox. When you introduce the children to poems, especially ones which tell stories, do encourage them to learn them and or retell them just as stories. Humorous stories are also helpful and great fun. They should enjoy getting to know and understand what poems are all about by doing this and by making up their own. I do hope you'll enjoy trying to do this. It is well worth it. Perhaps you might may find it more difficult to follow the da-da-das as you walk along listening, but there will be a transcript available from the 8th of July on my website, www.telltales2kids.com. That's the figure two. Or you can just search online for my name and put Telltales to Kids and it'll come up okay. Please don't forget to share the address with others and also to leave me a comment. I find it very helpful to hear from you. Now here's a poem I promised. I made it up for this podcast about the children of three sets of friends simply because their names all began with L and they were of a similar age. Leah, Luca and Lennox were the second and fourth lines rhyming. Leah Luca and Lennox, children of my friends. They do not know each other, but that is not the end. They came together through this poem and started to play ball. Then Leah started growing taller, taller, tall. They used her legs as goalposts until Lennox took a turn. They ran and jumped, had lots of fun, as basketball they learnt. Luca had a new idea which he thought lots of fun. He threw the ball into the stream. They raced it and they won. The bl wind was blowing hard that day. Their hats flew in the sky. Balloons and umbrellas all rushed past. They watched them fly so high. Suddenly it was picnic time with food from dads and mums. They ate the cheese and sausages first, but everything was yum. Before they all were magicked home, they began to tell a tale about Leah, Luca and Lennox and how they never fail. They can do all these clever things and each can do lots more. They are all just so different and have never met before. But now they know each other. They've met up in a rhyme, had lots of fun together and such a lovely time. It's all poetry from now on, so I hope you'll enjoy it. I've two more for you. But I forgot to tell you about the pattern in the What's in a Box poem. So in that poem, the rhyme wasn't at the end of the sentence, but every half line rhymed box and fox, hole and mole, and so on. A good pattern to think of. Now this one is called a cake. Here... The first and second lines in each verse rhyme, and then the last line of each verse rhymes too. Bake, mistake, cake, cake, cake and bake. Have a listen. 
and see what you think. The cake. Flour, sugar, butter in a dish. Add some eggs and quickly whisk. Put into the oven to bake. I added some water. I'm not sure I ought to. I think I've just made a mistake. Jam or custard? Or should I use mustard to fill the big hole in my cake? Porridge and gravy. Fish and chips, maybe. They'd fill the big hole in my cake. Orange spread and honey. Would make me lots of money if they filled the big hole in my cake. Chocolate and cream would taste like a dream. Oh, how I wish I could bake. And the final poem is about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I realise not all children are aware of the story, but perhaps you could tell it to them first, or if you can't remember it yourself, you'll find lots of short versions of it online. My poem is called Snow White's New Frock. Here you are. Do you like my new frock? said Snow White to Doc. It looks a bit lumpy, I think, said Grumpy. Was it a cheapy? asked the one who was sleepy. I hope it weren't ropey. I'm worried, said Dopey. You look like a rascal, said the young one called Bashful. I'm still feeling queasy over cold, said our Sneezy. It looks really snappy, I promise, said Happy. I'm glad it's all right, said the maid called Snow White. And you got the rhyme this time, yourselves. Yes, each first line rhymes with the characters in the story. I hope you enjoyed all of these and will start an adventure of your own, just rhyming words or phrases. You could take turns to suggest rhymes with the children, and that might help. If you said peas, someone might say breeze, or trees, or knees, that kind of thing. See how min many... You can get on any one word, although it doesn't work for all words, but it is fun to try. Try Diplodocus. I haven't, but you never know. It should be fun to try. I've just used Audacity for the first time, and I'm learning okay, but there's a lot of improvement to do. I hope you'll bear with me. Thanks. Bye. See you next month, and again... My website is uh, www.telltales2kids.com and it's the number two. Bye.